Ian Thorpe is number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold in a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runners. Donovan Bailey is putting on the third. A perfect score, 10.0 for Dante Kamenici, a perfect score. The first time I've never seen it. So in over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt spreading ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record, 9.68. The wind is okay. Good morning, good evening and good night from Off The Podium, an Olympic podcast as we continue our coverage of the Rio 2016 Olympic Games, Day 15, Episode 17, the penultimate day of competition. It's very sad to have to say that, but it does mean that we can still talk a lot about the Olympics and still remember the greatness that was Chloe Esposito, because her brother competed today. And perhaps we'll talk a little bit about him. But uh, outside of that, there's not a whole lot to talk about on Australia's perspective because day 15, nothing happened. But in Canada's perspective, they got another bronze, which to them is still celebrating a lot. And to speak about the epic bronze that was bronze for Canada, it is welcome back time to Colin Hilding. Colin, welcome back to Off the Podium. Thank you. And uh, that one bronze puts us up to 21, I believe, which is one away from the Atlanta proper record of 22. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if we're going to hit the 22, but it's still all around today's kind of, if it's the last day, it's capping off a great Olympics for Canada and one that may even be more memorable than Atlanta, despite coming up one medal shorter. Well, I have to say, Colin, actually, that bronze took you to 22, so you have equaled Atlanta. (laughs) See, again, there's better coverage in Australia than Canada because nobody here is watching... It's, it'll be a day later again. CBC will update it. I think you're about to get the opening ceremony tomorrow, from what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, just a rumor. But yeah, no. I'm looking here. You have four gold, three silver, a lazy fifteen bronze, uh, twenty two in total. Atlanta, you had three gold, eleven silver, eight bronze. You spread them out a little bit more in Atlanta. But um, yeah, now you just need the one more to top Atlanta. Yeah, and it's funny because the first thing that I saw when I woke up this morning was a story saying, was Canada's goal of 19 medals too low? And I thought, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, let's aim for something higher so we could be disappointed when we don't hit it. Like, we aimed for 19 medals, and now we're at, what, 22. And, oh, well, maybe we should have aimed higher. It's like, no, we're, we're, we're tied for the greatest Olympics in history, and you're already saying, oh, we disappointed ourselves. Mm-hmm. Shame on you, Canada. Well, it's pretty much the opposite here in Australia right now, because, you know, the fact that we aim for top five. We basically said at the beginning of this podcast, we're not going to finish in the top five. Um, I mean, we're in ninth at the moment, and already the articles are coming out going, oh, is it a waste of money to send our Olympians across? You know, it's costing us millions of dollars per gold medal, and we're only getting eight. Like, this is a this is a shame. We should review our, um, our system for the athletes. It's, it's a typical thing in australia it's you know like we 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 honestly peaked in the 2000s we would always always go to the olympics average around about the between six and nine gold medals that was all we would ever get sydney we get 15 it's like hooray great home olympics we're fantastic 16 actually i will correct myself 
Athens, we got 17 gold medals. Somehow we improved on Sydney. Beijing, I think we got about 13 or 14. And then since then, like, we've sucked, which is fine. Other countries get good. I mean, Britain have gotten very good from London, and they've continued that on. And it's just how it works. So... I honestly think that the fact that we're going to be in the top 10 still, eight gold medals is pretty decent. I mean, Canada would dream of eight gold medals in the Summer Olympics, so you're halfway there. Yeah. Um, We still claim success for Los Angeles when we were one of two countries there, I think. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So this is is why sometimes I really do enjoy the Winter Olympics because, I mean, the events we never get in Australia, we legitimately go in there hoping to win a bronze and we'll always, like, come home. Although I do remember in Sochi there was, like, talk we could win like four gold and we won two silver and a bronze um so i think that was the very first time i've ever seen a winter olympics where we were quote disappointed with our medals um, well what was the reaction i think it was in uh 2006 in torino when you won gold in the moguls which is oh, yes. hands down even over hockey my all-time favorite sport i live and breathe the moguls and you took it from us well we were talking about this the other day in one of the episodes you were there i don't know if you know too much about our moguls athlete dale beg smith um a canadian who basically had to come to Australia because he is an internet mogul, pardon the pun, um, who basically is a millionaire because he created a system that sends spam out to email addresses and he makes money off it. So he's like a multi-millionaire. The Canadian Olympic Committee apparently said to him, like, no, you can't continue your business if you want to compete in the Olympics. So Dale Begg-Smith was like, (laughs) fuck you, Canada, I'm going to go find someone else, came to Australia... Won us a gold, won us a silver in Vancouver, and he's the most elusive athlete. He doesn't do interviews, he refuses to talk to anyone, no one knows anything about him, he just comes out for the Olympics, wins a medal, and buggers off to, like, the Bahamas. He's, like, he's, like, the perfect (laughs) Olympian for those who don't give a shit about him. So, yeah, when he won gold, we were like, yay, Dale Begg-Smith! We have no (laughs) idea who he is, what the hell are the moguls, but whatever, we got a gold! (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's funny because here in Canada, I mentioned that we usually try to uh, find some connection. Like when Missy Franklin was winning uh, back in London, it was like, well, she's actually, you know, uh, dual citizenship and everything. And that was never really mentioned on Canadian TV here. Probably he was banned permanently for spamming, essentially, I guess. <laughs> um, but it does make me feel better that uh, that one of the few years we didn't win in the, the moguls, that it did technically go to a Canadian. Uh, a Canadian uh, what's, uh, refugee in Australia. <laughs> well, it's funny, actually, because I remember during the Vancouver Olympics, because he, he won a silver, uh, I think behind a Canadian from memory. I think was that your first ever on soil home gold yeah. medal, I believe. Alexander Billado. Yeah. Um, and they actually did get an interview with him. And I can see why he doesn't do interviews. He's actually a very boring person. But like, he's, he's kind of like, he's just a, he's such a recluse. He's kind of got, I don't know. He, I think he needs to have more of a cult status in Australia for what he does. Um, but yeah, he actually at that point was our most successful winter Olympian because I think we've had four off the top of my head that have won multiple medals. Uh, so at that stage, we'd had Alyssa Camplin and Stephen Bradbury had both won a gold and a bronze. He, at that point, won our very first Winter Olympic silver medal, was a gold and silver medalist. I think Tora Bright and uh, no, Lydia, Lydia Lassler won a bronze. So Tora Bright's equaled that since because she's won a gold and a silver. But um, 
And a slightly better interview, too. Oh, yeah, and slightly better to look at. Uh, <laughs> I'm not nothing against Dalbeck Smith. He's an attractive man. Um, but anyway, I can't wait till we do the Winter Olympics in a couple of years because I have more fun with them. Because um, it's just oh. great to talk about our athletes that no one in Australia... Like, you don't you think people have never heard of Chloe Esposito. Like, you know, she's at least still being talked about and all this sort of stuff. And perhaps in four years' time, all the pressure Channel 7 will lump on her for the Tokyo Games and she'll choke. But that's great. Whereas, like, the Winter Olympics, people don't even know who they are during the Winter Olympics. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's great. So what's all this cocaine doing scattered all over the hill? <laughs> yes. What's going on? What's what, what are these rocks on ice? Like, what are these drunk Canadians and Norwegians? Put some pants on or something. Not that they, Anyway, I don't know where the hell that came from. Uh, but yes, uh, back to the Summer Olympics. See, we're already ahead of ourselves. It's day 15. Uh, the only medal that we can talk about today for either of us, Australia didn't win any, but Canada, bronze in the women's cross country, otherwise known as the mountain bike. Uh, Catherine Pendrel, bronze. Now, you told us yesterday that everybody was too busy watching the Tragically Hip to give a shit about the Olympics today. Is anybody caring about mountain bunky, bunking, biking in Canada? <laughs> was, it, was this a medal prospect or, again, out of the blue? Um, I, I didn't hear a lot about it. The, the other rider who actually came in fourth, Emily Batty, she was the one who got a little bit more publicity going into this. She was, I guess, the younger one. And uh, Pendrel had kind of slipped from Beijing to London. Uh, I think she she finished fourth in one of them and then maybe just inside the top ten in the other. So there wasn't really a lot of uh, anticipation for this event. But it was aired live uh, the entire in its entirety, basically, That's aired live on CBC today. And I, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, I was checking it out and uh, really didn't hear a lot about whether Canada had any hope in it. And then... All of a sudden, they're like, hey, and the Canadians are currently sitting in third and fourth, and it got really exciting. And uh, I think what made this even more exciting is that in the end, once it was clear we weren't catching the top two, it's like, we know we're getting a medal. If Pendrel gets overtaken, we're still getting a medal. And it ended up being a race to the finish from the two of the Canadians for the third place, and that made it quite... Because it's when you get these long-distance uh, race things, whether it be foot race or cycling race... It's it's fun to watch because it's something different, but after a while, it's so clear who's going to win, and you can really only film one person at a time, mm. you know, going on a bike over hills and rocks and through trees, but when you have two people really tight there at the end, I mean, it makes for an exciting race, so uh, it was actually probably the most entertaining thing I watched all day, even though it wasn't, not just because it was a medal, just because it was an entertaining finish to the race. She's the reigning uh, Commonwealth Games gold medalist. Um, you know, something that even Usain Bolt can't claim to be. So, um, <laughs> Catherine Pendrel doing better than Usain Bolt. Um, I actually liked them. I didn't see any of it, sadly, but um, it's one of my... I mean, I do have memories of watching Barcelona as a five-year-old, but, I mean, obviously I have very strong memories of Atlanta, but I remember watching... Because I think it made its debut in Atlanta, did it not, from memory in mountain biking. Um, and I remember watching it and being intrigued by it, and it's... I don't know, I remember when BMX came in, I think they came in Beijing, I'm like, hang on a minute, don't they already have that? I thought the BMX and mountain biking were the same thing, Clearly, clearly knows I know a lot about bikes, um, but I don't know, it's, it's a fun sport to watch, and we actually, in Hobart, have some pretty good mountain biking tracks, so look, you know, Hobart 20, well, 2032 now, go to 2028 because of Flin Flon, but, um, you know, at least we've, <laughs> at least we've uh, got a good um, mountain track and stuff, so, well, you won a medal, I think you've won, have you not won a medal on every day, is it one or two days you have not won medals? I think you've won medals on more days there than was- we have. 
Yeah, there was one day where we didn't win, from what I uh, can remember. Mm, I'm just looking here. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Like again, better than better than Australia, essentially. So I think we've gone about four days now without winning a medal. So you know, you've beaten Australia. That's what you can say. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're about half as many medals as you have, but we still won the second half. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, from Australian perspective, we've got nothing to talk about. But um, in terms of the AOC review of the day, it starts off with "all oh, so close" in like how many different sports? That's just the motto for Australia this entire Olympics. Um, so golf, yeah, Minji Lee and Suo uh, were eighth in the final round, and then they didn't do much better. Um, a New Zealander got a medal in that one, so we don't want to talk about it. You had a Canadian golfer. How did she end up going? Did she finish top five or something? Or don't know? No, she must have had a bad last day because uh, I think it was on day two she was in third place and she ended up in seventh overall. So, right. uh, But again, for an 18-year-old, that's still pretty impressive. That's more than I can do at 18. Um, in the K4 1000 canoe sprint, our defending champions were fourth, didn't medal sadly um in the k1 200 meters uh stephen bird was last <laughs> um 10 meter platform our man dominic bedgood um had the final and finished 12th which is an encouraging result for the 21 year old from the gold coast considering he only took up diving six years ago according to this uh <laughs> review although it also says here he did break his back in a gymnastics accident so <laughs> pretty excuses excuses <laughs> exactly did you shit yourself dominic no <laughs> You only broke your back. Did you finish eighth? No. Um, the the Queen of Australia's brother, Max Esposito. Um, I love how it says here, Australia's Max Esposito had the hardest act to follow a day after his sister won the women's gold medal. Um, he actually did pretty good. He finished seventh. I mean, that's decent. Uh, I mean, we'll ta- if anyone had said at the beginning of these games, Australia will get first and seventh in modern pentathlon, would take it. Um, and, well, Chloe Esposito finished seventh in London, went on to win the gold four years later. So, you know, he's just he's just making the most of it. Uh, our mountain bikers, um, Rebecca Henderson, pulled out after only four laps, sadly. Uh, triathlon, we, uh, for the first time in Olympic history, did not medal in the triathlon. Um, Emma Moffat, our bronze medalist from Beijing, uh, she was 6th, uh, and Erin Densham was 12th. Ashley Gentle was 26th. She wasn't gentle enough, apparently. Um, in the athletics, our man Grego, Ryan Gregson, first man in the 1500 metres final in like a thousand fifty million years. Um... He, uh, it doesn't say where he finished, but he was in the final. Uh, <laughs> good update here. Uh, we obviously didn't win a medal. Uh, four by 400 women were also in the final, and I'm guessing they didn't win a medal either because there's nothing on here. So that's about as much updates as I can tell you for that. And apparently that's all we did on this day, but apparently I think there were more. Anyway, thanks, AOC official app. Um, what else happened to Canada, or is it all just about the tragically hit? We don't actually know how Canada went. Yeah, well, I guess it's funny because when you look at the results, they keep talking about how this was a disappointing day in the track especially. I think that most of the athletes were just waiting to take off so they could watch the Tragically Hip concert just before <laughs> the show started airing. They showed in the Olympic Village a group of probably 20 athletes, some of our biggest names. They're all crowding around being interviewed getting ready to watch the Tragically Hip concert. So there was no support for our track athletes today, and it'll show when I read these. But as I said, Brooke Henderson finished seventh in the golf. Uh, we missed a medal there. 
Uh, as I found out live on the air yesterday, <laughs> probably about 10 minutes after the race took place, Mark DeJong came in seventh in the uh, uh, 200 meter kayak. There's a disappointment and rounding out a very disappointing games for us in anything to do with a boat and a paddle. <laughs> In the women's K4 500 meter, Canada finished eight. We no. at least made the finals in that one. I think this, I, I, I want to do the research to find out, but as far as anything rowing or canoe or kayak goes, this might be the only Olympics, at least in my lifetime, I could remember where we have won only a single medal. Because it's usually two, three, four, five medals in these events. And I think we've won one so far. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Everybody decided to get out of the boats and start swimming with teenage girls. That's uh, that's the way it's going in Canada right now. I'm moving to Canada. Uh. Kind of like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's like Ben's dream. That's why Ben's not in a boat. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is what I spent the majority of my day watching. It was it was a maybe a pipe dream, but men's 125 kilogram wrestling. Ah. Uh, we did have Corey Jarvis in there, and he made it through the first repechage, made it into the second, got destroyed by the georgian athlete his name was gino petriish uh, yes um yeah what, who i will root for just because my family on my mom's side came from georgia so uh, that's kind of one of my second or call it second third fourth nation whatever um <laughs> But then the Georgian went on to win the bronze medal, which was exciting, and he won the bronze medal in 31 seconds, so I don't feel so bad that the Canadian lost. Wait, was it an Uchi Mata? Uh, like, can you get that in wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we established yesterday it was something like a, a crotch grab, um, <laughs> but slump or something like that. <laughs> the words I can't are even you sure you're watching wrestling or again, are you and Jamie watching those movies you watch at night time? Um. <laughs> Well, you're the one who said, I think I'll quote you on day one, that wrestling is uh, an Olympic version of porn or something like that. I can't remember <laughs> what way you phrased it. Um, you mentioned the triathlon. Canada, we came in 34th. Yay! So <laughs> disappointed in yourself, Australia. Um, in the men's 10-meter platform, again, a huge disappointment. Not nearly as disappointing as Tom Daly. I don't <sighs> know where he came in, like 16th or something like that. Uh, but uh, our, I think he's also only 18, 19 years old. Vincent Rindo, he came in 14th. He didn't qualify for the finals. Australia, Canada, and uh, Great Britain all have something in common. We disappoint on the platform. <laughs> Not uh, just in the Olympics. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, your event, the women's high jump, which I, I haven't finished watching yet. I think I did have it spoiled. Who did medal in there? If I'm not, I'll have it spoiled in about five minutes when you talk about it. <laughs> <Yes>. But <laughs> Alexandria Treasure came in 17th place. I don't know if they showed her there. Um, in the Here's where the disappointment kicks in on the track. So the men's 1500 meter, Nathan Brennan finishes in 10th place. Mm. The women's 800 meter, Melissa Bishop finishes in 4th place. <sighs> The women's 4x400 relay, Canada, finishes in fourth place. Ugh. And men's 5,000 meter, oh, 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 Mohamed. Uh, let me try that again. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, Mo my God. <laughs> Mohamed came in fourth. Of course, the event was stolen by uh, Mo Farah, Ugh. maybe the greatest distance of all time now. Did he stay on his feet the entire time this, this race? <laughs> he did. And somehow it actually was more of a struggle for him, it seemed, this time. Right, right. Uh, so is Canada yeah. just waiting well, for well, all those fourth places for third to get disqualified again? Is that what their their strategy is in these games at the moment? 
They did mention that in, um, I can't remember which one of the events, uh, I think it was in the 4x400 relay, they're like, we'll wait to see, and I don't think that there was anything questionable in the race, but they said, we'll wait to see, you know, if there are any disqualifications, because we're just so used to that now in these relays, that's going to happen, but uh, yeah, that's that's it for Canada, it was a lot of fourth place finishes today and disappointments, but uh, Catherine Pendrel bronze medal cross-country mountain bike that's uh that's the big news of the day i guess outside of the tragically hip what a hero she is too like i mean god she's up there for closing ceremony flag bearer uh fighting it out with penny and <laughs> well, andre <laughs> on that topic uh I, I know we said we were gonna discuss it a little bit today but cbc put their poll up and they interviewed mark tewksbury who's up until penny alexiak our most famous swimmer of all time and he was talking about he was the chef de mission last time in london and he was saying like the deciding factor doesn't have a lot to do with social media but it does show you where the country's thinking and right now on cbc's poll penny alexiak has something like 68 percent of the vote wow. to be the flag bearer the next closest is andre de Grasse was 13 wow um and i didn't see pendrel on there i did see our uh uh, Power Walker. Um, I'm sorry, I've already forgotten his name. Uh, as as, as, as <laughs> everyone else. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I did see a funny tweet though that they put on air where somebody suggested that our Power Walker should ride in on Fine Lady Number Five and be the first country to have a horse <laughs> as the flag bearer. So uh, maybe maybe Fine Lady Five will actually pull ahead in these polls by the end. Well, you know, be different, Canada. Like, put a horse out. Why not? Um, you know, that's, that's like, whatever. That that works well, I think. So, do it. Um, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Australia, because, I mean, I don't have Jared here, but we can discuss it between ourselves. But um, I'm just looking here at the 1,500 metres, uh, so I was a bit mean there to Ryan Gregson. I, I could have easily looked it up, and I did. He finished ninth, so he beat Nathan Brennan in the 1,500 metres. Very But for shame that a New Zealander somehow won a medal on the track. Like, I mean, they can throw shit like <laughs> shot puts and stuff. That's fine, because what else is there to do in New Zealand but throw rocks? But, like, I mean, running? New Zealanders can't run. Like, what are they running from? Like, sheep? Uh, we know that they can pole vault. Yes. They can jump high and they can throw shit, but they can't run. This is disgusting, Australia and Canada. We can't let a New Zealander win a bronze medal in the running race. Like, goodness me. They, I mean, he beat a Kenyan. Like, who beats Kenyans <laughs> in distance running from New Zealand? <laughs> it's not good enough. <laughs> it's a very fair complaint. I will agree with that. Like, you know, I mean, if he got beaten by two Kenyans, fair enough. Like, best of the rest. But to beat Kenyans? No. No, no, no. Um, what else happened today in terms of non-Australia, Canada? Well, I mean, it's the most medals in a day, but I think the big one, I'm a bit, bit sad that uh, Germany lost to soccer, Brazil, um, in a penalty shootout, I believe. Uh, I mean, good on them. That's kind of like back in 2010 when it was all... The only gold medal I think Canada cared about was the hockey on the final day. Um, so well, and I, I know I mentioned this... Uh one of the more recent episodes that one of the things I like the best is to see the home countries win in an event that really matters to them. And that's why I loved watching Mo Farah win in London mm -hmm. and Jessica Ennis Hill. And that's what I remember from Vancouver. And that is really, I think what made today so exciting was watching how the crowd reacted and how the guy who, who kicked the final goal in the shootout 
he basically got down on his knees and bawled like a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is great to see a country who cares about a sport so much finally win in that. That's true. I'll give it to them. Um, I mean, that was obviously like for us in Sydney, it was all about uh, Kathy Freeman taking the gold there. She did it. Um, Athens, I think they only won like two gold medals, didn't they? <laughs> um, I can't even remember. China, well, it doesn't count in Beijing because they win everything. So, like, everything matters to them. But, uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's, uh, we'll give that to them. Why not? Um, but outside of that, really, um, yeah, I mean, Mo Farah, I guess, would be the big one, as you said, 5,000 metres. Is that his fourth gold? He's won both the five and ten back-to-back mm-hmm. now from London? Yeah, the interview they had with him on NBC, which I'm forced to watch because CBC is only showing the tragic clip tonight. Uh, NBC interviewed him, and he said that his goal was he wanted to have one gold medal for each of his kids. So I'm guessing he has four kids. Um, I, I also noticed that you should maybe check out his wife if you're looking for a future wife of Mo and his <laughs> wife ever split up. Uh, she might be up your alley. <laughs> a little bit dirty that way. You should check out his wife just in case I get a divorce. Uh, in case, like, all 20 of your future wives from the Olympics don't work out. <laughs> He's got four kids. You could be inheriting all four of his kids with the gold medals. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, and then we, what, pump out a few more. And then my excuse is, yeah, I'm winning as many gold medals as for my kids, all 18 of them. Um, <laughs> what, do I, what do I Google? Mo Farah's wife? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Mrs. Farah? This sounds really like... I hope it was his wife. Otherwise, it's really awkward. He was making out with some woman in the crowd. <laughs> the mum of, like, his fourth kid. Um, it's, yeah. I've just Googled Mo Farah's wife. It's, my internet sucks. So, um, anyway. Uh, so, we'll, I'll try and go with this as quickly as I can. I mean, there's 30 gold, so let's go through this really quickly. Um, the 1,500 metres was won by an American. Matthew Sentrovitz, gold there. Mo Farah, the 5,000 metres... Uh, the men's 4x4 four four, uh, was won by the US. The javelin won by Thomas Roller of Germany. That's the men's javelin. The women's 800 metres. Well, this is a big one. Casta Semenya, obviously a lot of talk around her coming into it. Um, she got the gold, and there you go. Yeah, she's not too bad there, Colin. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Sent me a picture of her. Um, the 4x4 four four women's USA won that. And the high jump, the women's high jump, cover your ears now, Colin, if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, Ruth Bieta of Spain. Uh, my Italian. Uh, that sounds so wrong. My Italian. Uh, she, <laughs> she was fifth. Alicia Trost. Um, so good job on you, Alicia. Um, you know, the reason I haven't seen the high jump, partly because CBC doesn't have it on tonight, but I was forced to watch the NBC coverage, and I stopped watching because it was just annoying me that they would cut back to the high jump maybe every 10 minutes, and what they would do was they would show one athlete, maybe from a random country, and then they'd show all of the Americans, and then they'd cut away. And I'm like, as far as Americans are concerned they're the only ones in this event. Like I don't know how you even follow sports with NBC coverage. That's pretty much how it runs here in Australia too with Channel 7. And like <laughs> legitimately um, they they have like the live of the canoeing and then you flick over to 7 mate and they're all like let's watch a replay of the canoeing that just happened. Okay, let's flick over to 7 too. Let's watch a replay of this canoeing that just happened. It's like we've seen this on three channels Channel 7. Like, show something different. They actually showed boxing. I will say, the first time I've seen them show boxing, and it, no Australians are in it. So, good on you, Channel 7. Um, badminton, men's singles. Chen Long from China won gold there. 
basketball. Well, there's no point even saying who won it. We know America won the gold there. Boxing, that was in the women's, by the way. Uh, speaking of boxing, so uh, the men's bantamweight, Robesy Ramirez from Cuba. That was the one that they were showing on Channel 7. He took the gold. Men's middleweight, Aren Lopez from Cuba, also gold there. And Nicola Adams from Great Britain won the women's flyweight. The canoeing. Germany have been shitting it all over in this one, um, and not like the French walker. Uh, men's C2, 1,000 metres. Gold, Germany, Sebastian Brendel and Jan Vendry. The men's K1, 200 metres. Liam Heath from Britain, gold. Men's K4, 1,000 metres. Uh, Germany won that one. And the women's K4, 500 metres. Hungary, they still not smiling. Uh, cycling, the mountain bike, cross country, whatever you want to call it. Jenny Rizveds of Sweden took the gold there. Diving, China, you know they won it. 10 metre platform, Chen Azen. Uh, football, as we said, Brazil took the gold there. Their very first uh, ever Olympic gold medal in that sport, considering that's uh, the they're the greatest country in the World Cup, so good for them. Golf, women's, Inby Park from South Korea. She led the whole thing, I think, basically. Uh, took that gold. The women's rhythmic individual all-round, so the ribbon throwers. Um, Margarita Mamun. That's why Jared's not here. Yes, he's, he's still watching it. Still watching it, trying to analyse every single toss of the ribbon. Uh, Russia took that one, yeah. And they won the women's handball. Um, I didn't know Russia was good in handball. Uh, good for them. They beat oh, that was good. I watched it, too. Good sport. Love handball. It's amazing. Um, gee, Russia had a good day today. Obviously, the drugs are really kicking in right at the end of the Olympics. Um, <laughs> they won the men's modern pentathlon. Alexander Lazun, gold there. Taekwondo, Azerbaijan, Radik Aziev, uh, the men's 80 kilogram. And China in the women's 67 kilogram, Zheng Shuin. Uh, the triathlon went to an American, Gwen Jorgensen. Good for her. The volleyball, which I believe is on right now. Uh, I can tell the US won bronze. I uh, don't know who's winning the gold medal match at the time of recording this. Uh, water polo, Serbia took the gold. Uh, and in the wrestling, we had another gold to Russia. Men's freestyle, 86 kilogram, Abdul Rashid Sadulev. And the men's freestyle, 125 kilogram, the big boys. Um, Taha Agul of Turkey, uh, he took that one out. Good for him. Um, so the medal tally after 15 days, well, this is obviously waiting on the water polo, but, uh, sorry, the volleyball, um, USA, well, they're still on top. They've won it. 43 gold, 37 silver, 35 bronze, 115 in total. Britain still hanging on. This is this is what I'm cheering for. I want Britain to finish second. Some reason. Like, I mean, we're meant to hate Britain, but I kind of don't because they're not New Zealand. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel sorry for the Brits. There's something about Britain that we've got such a rivalry with them, kind of similar to New Zealand, but... I can't not like the Brits, whereas New Zealand, it's easy to not like them. <laughs> um, so, Are they the ones that imprisoned you all those years ago? Oh, well, you know, without them sending off their prisoners to us, we wouldn't exist. So it's like, <laughs> thanks everyone in Britain for stealing loaves of bread like 500 years ago. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're on 27 gold, 22 silver, 17 bronze. Uh, China, well, this is, I mean, third. The fact, you, you think if China finished third, it would be behind like the US and Russia, not Britain. Um, so yeah. 25 gold, 18 silver, 24 bronze, 67. Russia in fourth. They've climbed up a little bit. I said the drugs are peaking. So 17, 17, 18, 52. Germany having a very good games. Had they won that gold in the football, they would be fourth. But they're on 17 gold, 10 silver, 14 bronze. And in fifth, uh, no, that's fifth. Sorry, that's the top five. Uh, so Australia dropped to ninth because South Korea took another gold. So, therefore, they're ahead of us. But still, we're just fending off the Italians, the Dutch, and the Hungarians. Um, so, uh, if uh, we... We've... What about the French? Oh, the French are in seventh. 
Bombs. <laughs> Who cares about them? Uh, Brazil, 14th now. Six gold, six silver, six bronze. Uh, they're the devil nation. Six, six, six. Um, they're 18. <laughs> New Zealand, four gold, nine silver, five bronze. And Canada, four, three, 15. <laughs> 15 bronze. Um, where does that put you? If we rank it by bronze, you are now officially in sixth place. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's a Canadian gold. We're almost in the top five. That's amazing. I love it when you you actually rank it by the bronze. So they still keep the their actual rank in the left hand column. So like USA, it says one. China three. Japan six. Russia four. Britain two. Canada twenty. <laughs> so it's funny. And then you were talking about before about the fact that you're like, oh, we're by like half the medals of Australia. That's actually not true. You're only uh, in terms of total medals uh, seven behind Australia, so you're oh, nice. you're actually doing fairly decently. So if we actually rank it by total medals, you're ahead of South Korea. You're ahead of New Zealand, um, and yeah, you're ranking. We finally beat New Zealand. That's what you want. Um, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're eleventh if you do it by total, and we're still ninth if you do it by total. So. There you go. Canada will take that. Um, interesting, interesting. Uh, news outside of the medals. Uh, I, I don't know. Did anything happen to Ryan Lochte today? <laughs> well, he was interviewed, and it got more airtime than the woman's high jump. That's all I know. Oh, shame. Uh, I will say we were talking about the accreditation, the 10 uh, athletes, making a bit of fun of them. It's actually turned out that the AOC has come out and apologised because apparently it was basically their bad. Like, the accreditation was, like, tampered with or something. It wasn't the athlete's fault. They actually rocked up to the basketball thinking that they had proper accreditation. Um, And, yeah, apparently it just was not... Uh, proper, and they got into trouble for no fault of their own. So that's basically what happened there. So just an update with that, because um, I know everyone was keen to find out outside of Australia. Uh, before we get to what you watch, I know we've already covered it, but just quickly, the closing ceremony flag race. I'm trying to find out a little bit here in terms of who's favourite and all this sort of stuff. Um, there's an article here calling for Jared Talent to call, to carry it. I mean, I guess that would be a good thing. I mean, he's our most successful uh, athlete in men's track and field ever. So that's a good I think hold him off. Make him carry the flag in Tokyo. He wants to go again. Uh, but I found some betting odds here. Sportsbet.com.au for the Aussie flag bearer. Apparently our favourite right now is Kim Brennan, our gold medalist in the rowing who's, again, I'm claiming half Tasmanian. She lives here. She's married to a Tasmanian. I mean, that's that's she's a good choice. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But Chloe Esposito's in second. She's $4 odds right now to carry it. Um, other favourites, Kyle Chalmers. I mean, he's 18. He won a gold. He's got plenty of years to carry a flag yet. Tom Burton, yeah. You know, sailing. We don't really give a shit about sailing. Birdo. <laughs> Birdo. Uh, Anna Mears, well, she carried the flag in the opening ceremony. I love the fact here that Britt Elmsley is like the sixth favourite at $16 to one, all purely off the basis of us here on, um, on off the podium. And for some reason... Wait a second. Where's Michelle, where's Michelle Jenneke? Um, jiggling somewhere. She's not even on this list. <laughs> oh, actually, no, she is. Hang on. She's third last. <laughs> <laughs> it's about where she oh, finished in the second hurdles. Second last is last. Kate Campbell's on this list. Did people not watch the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> Jess Fox is equal, equal like third last favourite with Kate Campbell and Michelle Jenneke. Now, out of all of those, I know Kate Campbell won a gold in the relay, but who won a gold in the individual? Uh, medal in the individual was happy about it and didn't sulk. <laughs> 
you know, come on. Um, yeah, I, I think Kim Brennan's got it by the looks of things here. There's a few articles and she's odds on favour. But I, I still say give it to Chloe Esposito. Come on, Kim Brennan. Rowing, we win medals in all the time. Chloe Esposito. God, modern pentathlon's never going to happen again. Um, what else did we watch? Well, I think we've covered that really, haven't we? You're, you're still watching the Tragically Hip. That's all you've been watching today. <laughs> Uh, I was watching volleyball uh, a couple of minutes ago, so I don't know why they cut away from that. I guess tragically, if we're doing their encore or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, actually, boxing, I did watch some of that today. The flyweight finals where Mandy Bujol did not come in, which it's only come out recently that apparently she was in the hospital the day of her fight with an IV in her arm. Oh. And she oh. left the hospital and then got destroyed in her quarterfinal fight or whatever it was. Uh, watched lots of wrestling today. I did watch uh, the at least the shootout for the the soccer finals. Watched the gold medal game for handball, which, as I said, was really intense. Uh, a lot more intense than I thought it would be. Way better than water polo. Basically, <laughs> the same sport, but way better than water polo as far as, far as I'm concerned. Um, Ten meter, uh, the platform finals. Those were good. Uh, I actually fell asleep watching those. I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> And uh, I could still hear the commentary in the background while I was sleeping. And at some point in my dream, I was watching... I don't know how this happened. It was started as diving. And then it evolved into that I was watching motel room cleaning <laughs> as an Olympic sport. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, are we going to discuss on the air whether this should be a sport or not? <laughs> I don't know why I started dreaming about a motel in my... Maybe I was staying in a motel watching the Olympics. And then motel room cleaning was an Olympic sport, apparently. And I was hearing the commentators in the background. And when I woke up, I heard the voice. I'm like, those are the same voices in my dream. So I don't know how that happened. Flin flon. Uh, so I guess I'll just add, I'll add to that, along with the 1500 meter, the, the 5K, the high jump, the taekwondo. Um, I also watched hotel room cleaning yep. Olympics debut <laughs> this time. Who won that one? I can't wait to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Canada get fourth in that one as well. <laughs> yes, Flynn Flod. When the DQs start coming in, we might be bumped up to a bronze. Yeah, I saw that that technique from the New Zealander vacuum cleaner. Like, that was disgusting. Should be disqualified <laughs> for sure. Um, what did I watch? Uh, yeah, I caught a bit of the boxing, a bit of the football. Um, didn't actually really see much athletics today. I saw triathlon. We talked a little bit about that the other day. Um, and the canoeing, uh, again, just, uh, the, the worst commentator in the world. Come on, come on, boys, you can do it. That's it. Paddle faster. Yep, you're doing well. Uh, just, just terrible. Is that Ryan Lochte yeah. as the coach? Australia's <laughs> Ryan Lochte in the commentary box. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have much to add that. Um, athlete of the day, I don't really have one. I haven't really paid attention to that. I mean, God, do we give it to Mo again? I mean, we haven't given it to Mo yet. Um, Caster Semenya. Oh, uh, you've got one? Who yeah, got? I thought Moe's definitely one that deserves it. Um, the the guy who kicked the, the shootout goal for Brazil, that's a good one. Um, actually, one I wanted to bring up was going all the way back to the Mr. Greased Up Chests <laughs> loincloth from Tonga. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the opening ceremonies, he made his Olympic debut today in Taekwondo. Ah. And I don't know if you saw it. I did catch it. Um and he was down in only the second round, nine points to nothing. He didn't get one point. Oh. And he got one kick in, I believe it was. And 
the, got a single point, and the crowd exploded. <laughs> they were chanting Tonga the whole time. <laughs> and when he got one single point, the crowd exploded, and he exploded as if he'd won a gold medal. <laughs> and ten seconds later, the match was over, and his Olympic debut was done. <laughs> and it was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen to see a crowd that worked up for a guy who basically flopped in his Olympic debut. Wow. And the, he, he himself was just so happy to be there. What? So. I love. I actually do really like that guy. You know, it's it's nice to see an athlete who kind of enjoys being there, even though he pretty much sucks in his sport. But uh, I think you did discuss he's originally from Australia and he chose to compete for Tonga instead. Um, <laughs> it's his mistake, right? Maybe because it's a guarantee. <laughs> They have no other athletes to put up, so he just did this so he could be the flag bearer, I guess. Um, I love when you Google it and just every single picture comes up with him, like, walking out with a flag, and then there's a news article that says, Tonga flag bearer finally competes in a shirt. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, apparently, I actually saw this headline a couple of days ago, and I've got to bring it up. Apparently, the fact that he's so popular and everything, his name is Peter Tafatafufu. I should just say that. Um, apparently, it sparked a tourism boom for Tonga. <laughs> this is like everybody's... Seriously? Every, everyone's wanting to go and find themselves a topless taekwondo athlete in Tonga. Um, I mean, why is it this they the case of the high jump? They think that's what they're all going to look like there? <laughs> Pardon? They think that's what they're all going to look like there? Oh, well, of course. I mean, everyone believes everything that they see on TV. So, it's so different <laughs> to like, I know that if I go to a local high jump meet, um, they're all going to look like that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably get chased away with a broom. Get away from our children. Um, (laughs) Get away from our children. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded a bit wrong, didn't it? Anyway, uh, but good on him for getting a point in taekwondo. Pita? Pita Taffa Taffa Tuhu. The guy from Tonga uh, did very well. So, um, This is Grease Chat. I'm glad he didn't compete for Australia because there would have been all this pressure on him. Like, oh, he got so popular and blah, 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 blah. Um... Wife of the day. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I didn't really see anyone new today. You sent me somebody. <laughs> that sounds wrong. You sent me somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? I, I, I well, think I was half asleep uh, when I read it. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. Let me see if I could find the message. Was he Polish? It, was, it, was, it reminded me of the the videos that you mentioned with Jenneke. Um I can't even remember what race it was in. It might have been the 800 meter or something like that. Or, or here's her name. Joanna Zoswick yes. from Poland. Mm-hmm. And just she blew a very seductive kiss at the camera <laughs> as it was passing by her. <laughs> and then if you Google her, the majority of her pictures are her blowing that same kiss. So I think she's maybe part uh, sprinter, part porn star. <laughs> so it just sort of struck me this might be your wife of the day. Either that or, you know, Mo Farah's wife uh, if oh, my Farah. she converts to Mormonism or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? The man's, you know, just going for his kids. Uh, you know, I'm all for seductive <laughs> sprinters crossed with porn stars. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it seems like a perfect combination. <laughs> um, why not? So, yeah, I'm down with that. Why not? Um... Channel 7, Chill, Ch- Ch- I've already mentioned our canoeing, kayaking guy, his terrible commentary, um, and just Channel 7 in general for, let's replay this event, let's replay this event. Um, although, I do one thing I do love, I don't know if they do this on CBC and NBC, like post-closing ceremony, they always do like a 
10-minute montage of, like, all the great moments of the Olympics set to some, like, epic song. And I always love it. I always end up just, like, keeping that as a separate little thing. I've still got all, like, these montages from the last, like, you know, however many Olympics. And um, they're slowly starting to put together, like, nice little montages of all the events of the Olympics and showing them in sort of going into ads and coming out of ads. And there's some good ones that Channel 7 are showing, so... That's a slightly positive thing for Channel Seven. Um, I mean, you've been watching well, NBC. Surprisingly, <laughs> uh, surprisingly, or not surprisingly, those montages are appearing. I've seen several of them. All too tragically hip songs right now on CBC. <laughs> uh, which, even if you're not a fan of the tragically hip, has to be an improvement when CTV, uh, the one of the other main networks here in Canada, had the Vancouver Olympics. They had this song that was, it sounded like a really bad 90s Celine Dion song. <laughs> and they had a 15 year old girl singing it. And that was the only song they played the entire Olympics. Like, I swear, the entire country never wants to hear that again after the Olympics was over. <laughs> it's the only song they could afford to get the rights to after paying all the money for the Olympics. It's like, we've got the Olympics, <laughs> but for the music, we can only afford this one song from a 15-year-old. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if it's CBC or NBC have any moments today between showing the Tragically Hip. Um. There was, you know, there was one moment I saw on NBC, and now for the life of me, I can't remember. Um, oh, I, I again, it's not really like a complete fail, but as the high jump was starting, they were mentioning one of their high jumpers. Her name was Cunningham. I don't know if they showed her on Australia, but she was one of only three athletes shown on American television tonight. <laughs> and they basically were introducing, they mentioned her name. It's like, if that name sounds familiar, it's because you guessed it. She is the daughter of, and then they mentioned some obscure NFL uh, player. Oh, yeah, the 18-year-old. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, whose name was Cunningham, who played from, like, 1985 to 1987. It's like, yeah, I'm sure everybody in the, in the, uh, the, the everybody at home was sitting there thinking, Cunningham, now I know I've heard that name only one place ever before. <laughs> it was that famous football player from 1985 to 87. <laughs> they- so I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's not... It's not the only place they've ever heard. They it. did show actually the other day when they when I was watching it, and they were talk- the Australian commentators were talking that up, like, "Oh, her father was a great player in the NFL or something like that." And she actually is quite wife material. I forgot about her, but I mean, so is everybody in the women's <laughs> high jumps. Like, I mean, she just like she's eighteen, by the way. Before you start googling it, I did remember that. So like, <laughs> get away from our children, get away from our children. Get the pitchforks. Bashti Cunningham, yeah. that was her name. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't win a medal, so she fouls at life. Um, Canadian athlete of the day. Do we have one for your great cross country mountain biker, or you know, is Catherine not uh, worthy no. of that? Yeah, no, she she didn't do one of these surveys. But um, today, being I guess the last official day, uh, I do have one main one that I want to do. Uh, that um, uh, you know what, I might as well group a bunch of these in today because I don't think we'll get another chance to do this. I don't know if we will on the final episode or not. There's a couple that have maybe just a few funny ones, so I'll, I'll go through a greatest hits here of some of the ones we haven't covered. Uh, Cameron Smedley. I think we did uh, Smedley. Who, did, uh, was that one of the ones I might have done on one of the days? Possibly. Go through it anyway. We like to maybe. leave it. Yep. There was only one thing I wanted to mention here where it says, if I could have any superpower, it would be to kill a yak from 100 yards <laughs> with my mind bullets. Oh, absolutely. We've all thought of that about one a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Pamela Ware, who uh, was in our 10-meter platform... No, she was the 3-meter platform. Synchronized, just missed out on meddling. Just missed out on meddling in the individual event. Failure. Um, what do we have here? Favorite ha- sandwich was ham with brie. I don't know why you take, like, the lowest quality meat with, like, the most expensive cheese. 
it's like baloney with brie or something like that. She's a complicated woman. She likes to mix it up, (laughs) you know? I like to live on the streets in a mansion. (laughs) Something like that. Uh, All we really have to mention here, draw a picture of a Canadian animal. For some reason, she drew a St. Bernard. I didn't know that was Canadian. Oh, so Canadian. Uh, (laughs) And her favorite joke to tell is, knock, knock, who's there? I don't know. That's our joke. I don't know who. I don't have a joke. That's our that joke, joke from the other day that we were trying okay, to relieve. So that, like, we just had this. It was so funny. It was like a, literally a two-second pause where Jared and I are like, what? And then we just break out and laugh. <laughs> I don't have a joke. There we go. Yeah, that was it. Uh, <laughs> Fencer, Joseph Polisific. Oh, God. Polis- pronounce an name correctly, Colin. It's not that hard. <laughs> Joseph, Joseph P. Famous fencer for Canada. Everybody knows him. Yep. Um, draw a picture of a Canadian animal. He drew what looks like a dog with lightning bolts coming out of his head, and it is saying the word moose. So yep. I assume it's supposed to be the worst drawn moose we ever. Did that one, I remember that one. And, yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, I'm doing the greatest hits of all. Colin, the ones big listener to off the podium on the days he's not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest instruction a coach ever gave me was slice him in half. Uh, that's a good one. Um, Kimberly Hyacinth. She was one of our runners. Draw a picture of yourself. She drew herself with a cape on for some reason. Um, what did we have here? The best candy in the world is Swedish fish. I don't even mm. know what that is. This is what I really liked. She Draw a picture of a Canadian animal. She It says that's a beaver, but I swear she drew a turtle <laughs> with a beaver's tail on it. It is the worst beaver I have ever seen. Um, You've seen a few babies in your time, was, Colin. <laughs> when I was little, I always thought that Jafar was the meanest "quote unquote" person ever. Yeah, well, he so is. I don't he's know a if bastard. she's a <laughs> <laughs> Jafar. Is this a racial thing? He's not a real person. But when she was little, she thought he was the meanest person ever. And now is. that she's old, she realizes that Arabs aren't real people. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> wow. Kamika Bingham, another one of our great runners. Uh, who did not meddle. Um, what did she do? She drew a picture of a beaver, which I swear is a teddy bear with a beaver's tail. Like, nobody in this country knows what a beaver looks like, apparently. <laughs> it's like the national animal, and we don't know what it is. Um, she, her favorite sports movie is Like Mike, which I believe starred Little Bow Wow back in 2002. Oh, I don't know why a, that's a What a classic movie. sports movie Like Mike was. <laughs> Robbed of the Academy Award that year. It won the Academy Award for Children's Basketball Film oh, in 2000. Uh, heads down. Uh, not a question. Uh, I can't remember if we did this one or not. Our beach volleyball star, Heather Bansley. Uh, if we did, I just have to mention it again. Draw a picture of a Canadian animal. She drew a polar bear in a snowstorm, but I swear this just has saggy breasts. It's, I don't know how this is a polar bear. I somehow remember saggy breasts. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that was when you mentioned Princess Leia's saggy yeah. breasts or something. That was a different yes. one. <laughs> Listen to the best of Off the Podium coming soon. <laughs> yes. um, and this for, I guess, we'll do this as our final athlete today. I'll, I'll breeze through this a little bit. But Danielle LePage, who's a wrestler, who I don't, I think that she made like the quarterfinals or something like that. Um, if I could be a superhero, I would be super in brackets, whoa, man, with a giant exclamation mark. <laughs> um, what would the coolest Olympic medal, medal look like? She put... A medal, and it said, with this medal, one will receive a lifetime of free McDonald's, oh. is written on the Olympic medal. I'm down for that. 
McDonald's was once the official sponsor of the Olympics. I don't know if they are anywhere else in the world I think, still. I think they still are, aren't they? Like, they're one of the global sponsors. I mean, it's such a weird yeah, combination. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I used to like when you could go and get, like, the Olympic glasses yeah. from there. But, uh, well, I had to go. With Noah yeah. <laughs> and I went to a pub the other day to buy a $10 glass of, uh, $10 jug of Coke just so I could get a Rio 2016 glass. They don't do it at McDonald's now. They do it at pubs. They had to force you to down that, didn't they? <laughs> yes, exactly. But I got a Rio 2016 glass, so in your face, McDonald's. Think you'll go to get <laughs> merchandise for the Olympics. Yes. Uh, the best nickname I've ever been called is Danimal or Dan the Man. Ah. She made a point to say that she would be super woman, <laughs> but people call her Dan the Man. Um, she's trying to make sure people know she's a woman. <laughs> super woman! <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> In a movie about my life, I would be played by Jennifer Lawrence, please. <laughs> She's saying please. I want to see this movie. Uh, if I weren't an athlete, I would be a police officer. My guilty pleasure snack is movie theater popcorn with butter. Faux show! <laughs> with an exclamation mark. That's how she orders it. She goes to the movies. Can I have some yeah. popcorn with butter? Faux show! <laughs> Also the way that Jennifer Lawrence orders popcorn mm-hmm. at her movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the faux show is also the tagline of 2002's Like Mike. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, was, it was what won in the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Brought him over the line. Oh, you uh, wouldn't have won it if you didn't put faux show. <laughs> Anything else worth noting here? Um, favorite video game is Mario Party on N64. Retro there. Good choice. Uh, my biggest fear in life is failure. That's painfully unfunny from a very funny woman here. <laughs> Uh, draw a picture of yourself. She drew a very scary-looking picture of her with the craziest googly eyes I've ever seen, either kneeling or she currently has no legs. I guess she's going to the Paralympics for wrestling next year. And draw a picture of a Canadian animal. She drew a pretty good-looking moose here with a word bubble coming out of it saying, I'm a moose, with an exclamation mark, of course. I love how they have to actually put on their animals what they are. Like, I mean, I think this is in Australia. Like, I think everyone knows what a kangaroo looks like. But, I mean, in Canada, oh, this is what a moose looks like, just in case you didn't know. Yeah, and I guess thus ends our Canadian Athletes of the Day. Maybe I can come up with something for tomorrow. Please, Uh, please bring it back for 2018 in Pyeongchang in Korea for the Winter Olympics. So, I can wait. The greatest Olympians in this country, the DeFour LaPointe sisters, (laughs) three sisters who all compete in the moguls. If you don't know them, you'd, you'd better find out. I cannot wait to see what they would put for a survey like this. Oh, well, aren't we all keen to find out what Sidney Crosby will put as well? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> I love how pretty much, like, one of the the main athletes Australians know from Canada, and, like, Canada doesn't, I think, give a shit about him, do they? <laughs> oh, Sidney <laughs> Crosby. Oh, no. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, I don't really have any updated on the fan messages, Sally. I mean, it's been basically 12 hours since we recorded our last episode, and that's too quick of a time for the AOC to update their app. So, um... Find a couple of random ones here that we didn't get to. Jenny from Queensland to David Anderson. I think he's a basketballer. Keep your spirits up, guys. Good luck with the bronze medal playoff. She sent exactly the same message to Cameron Bairstow. (laughs) 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 Good job there, Jenny. Whatever we said today, we have to copy and paste it to about a half dozen other athletes. (laughs) Jake Taylor from Queensland to Con Folly. It sounds like a... I don't know. It doesn't sound like a person. Nice game. You and your teammates played against France on the 11th of August. 
I'm glad that you've like backdated that to children to date. Um, yep. Just, just Jenny Woman is literally sending the same message to like ten different athletes. Like seriously, there's no sports left to get excited about for Australia. So you have one person just <laughs> spamming the site now. Jenny from Queensland has sent the same message to David Anderson, Cameron Bairstow, to Cameron Bairstow again, uh, to Damien Martin twice, to Joe Ingalls, <laughs> like every single member of the <laughs> basketball team. Uh, wow. Um, to Matthew Delavadova. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god to ryan brock jenny calm down there's a few of them we know <laughs> like, can we just find jenny and send her a message i think so jenny good work on messaging good luck in the bronze medal match <laughs> um jeanette from queensland to jared talent dear jared i sat on the edge of my seat watching your 50 kilometer race with bated breath what a race what a champion you are well done you are a true inspiration and a fantastic role model. So, so proud. Drink lots of H2O. Lol. Cheers, Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Australians are stupid. Um... <laughs> <laughs> They're really no better than Canadians from what we found. <laughs> Um, I still love this one from yesterday that we said, Dear Morgan, if you see this, I think you're awesome. If you don't, you suck. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. Pauline Murray from Victoria to Daniel McConnell. Good luck from Barnsdale. Okay. (laughs) Patrick Barrett. (laughs) Thanks. This is is why Max Esposito finished seventh, because of this message. Patrick Barrett, New South Wales. Good luck, mate. (laughs) You think if you go that effort to send a fan message, you can send a little bit better than, good luck, mate. You know, I know how we can finally get through on here on the final day. Just post one message and copy-paste it to every athlete, and all the message will say is, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> that probably exactly. <laughs> um, this one, I'll end this one. To Brooke Stratton, Trinity, uh, she was our high jumper. Um, I like Brooke, even though she was a bit sulky, but that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I love, t- typical Australia, we're so over the Olympics, we're already looking forward to an event where we can top the medal tally in the Commonwealth Games. Well done, Brooke. We are so proud of you back home. Can't wait to see how you go two years' time in the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> so it's like, hint, hint, we suck at the Olympics. Go to an event where you might actually win a medal so <laughs> even though the last commonwealth games we got beaten by england but whatever we still were second we were the uh britain of the commonwealth games in glasgow they could have been nice and posted like go back to the world junior <laughs> <laughs> go back to little athletics in your suburbs <laughs> uh yeah I, I i what i'll do is i'll send every single athlete later on <laughs> uh, hey <laughs> I'm not going to waste time on the podcast right now because we'll be here for a while. Um, well, uh, that basically brings us now into the final day. We've got to look ahead. Um, so the final day, that's <laughs> sad. Uh, only 12 gold. This is the uh, equal least amount back from day one. So um, basically everything wraps up, funnily enough, on the final day. So we'll have medals in wrestling, uh, in indoor volleyball, according to this list, handball, um, the fake gymnastics, uh, mountain biking, cross country, whatever you want to call it, boxing, basketball, and athletics, which I believe is just the marathon on the final day. So, um, I mean, it's always sad the last day, Colin, but, uh, you know, there's still a few to look forward to, I guess. 
Yeah, you know, I kind of wish that the Summer Olympics would have something big like the Winter Olympics have. You know, the Winter Olympics reserve one of their biggest events for the final day. And the summer, I mean, we kind of peak on Friday. We have a bit of a letdown on Saturday and then Sundays, the leftovers in a way. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it'll, I'll still be watching pretty much everything that's on tomorrow. And I don't think there's any hope for Canada winning another medal. Uh, who knows? We may surprise, but uh, I mean, it's it's all about the closing ceremonies. I don't I, I don't even think I got yours or Jared's opinions, but as far as my opinion is, I always actually prefer the closing ceremonies over the opening ceremonies. It seems a little bit more fun. Yeah. You know, the athletes are there; they're riding each other's shoulders and having chicken fights or whatever, and you get a little bit more entertainment, a little bit less of Thomas Bach, I guess. Yes. So, opening the closing ceremonies will far surpassed the dull opening ceremonies we had i guarantee it. i agree uh, i mean this the closing ceremonies it's always a sad time i think but yeah they're a lot of fun like um i remember the vancouver one was great just with all the uh, canadian mm-hmm. humor that they were doing is that we had like the giant beavers and the ice hockey people and all that sort of stuff wasn't it that was great um and william shatner was in that too wasn't he from memory <laughs> so any, remember anything with william shatner and it's great i mean even like you know the russians in sochi like this is a country which they're so serious and everything they can make fun of themselves for stuffing up the olympic ring in the opening <laughs> ceremony um <laughs> and i remember sydney 2000 they did that as well i think they like made a joke of the fact that the uh the cauldron like stuffed up when kathy freeman lit it so it's just, it's almost a, such a cultural fun aspect. The closing ceremony of London, of course, you had the Spice Girls come out. I mean, who are the Brazilian Spice Girls? <laughs> is, is Gazelle going to come I'm back sure out again? Just, yeah, Giselle's one of them, right? <laughs> um, but I remember Torino, you randomly had Ricky Martin. I mean, he's about as Italian as I am, isn't he? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> we don't have any famous Italian pop stars. Let's get Ricky Martin. <laughs> <laughs> so, by all means, Justin Bieber's going to be in the closing ceremony tomorrow. I always, I always, also look forward to the little um the display like the tokyo display so you know are we gonna get like sumo wrestlers and robots and i mean what 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 do we have to look forward to from tokyo do you think in terms of a little display oh um yeah maybe a lot of ipads (laughs) (laughs) some mario party 64 yeah yeah i remember something nintendo well, I remember the the Vancouver one had Avril Lavigne singing, uh, so that was Canadian. Um, and I remember for yeah. for a Sydney, they had very infamously here in Australia, we mocked it for many years. They had kangaroo inflatable kangaroos on bicycles riding around the Atlanta Stadium. So uh, they actually made fun of that in the Sydney closing ceremony, like to take the piss out of the Americans. So um, I think you know, knowing the British sense of humor, it was actually a joke when they put inflatable Roger Daltrey <laughs> out there with the Who. To <laughs> for the closing ceremony yes a little bit of just a half foot australia yes yes they they have um david beckham on a double-decker bus in beijing or something like that like come to london david beckham kicking a ball into the crowd so as you do why not but um, you know i like the closing ceremony we're going to talk about that tomorrow so i mean i guess our final episode tomorrow at least for these olympics will just be recapping over the medal events that none of us won anything in uh, I mean, all, all, all Channel 7 does, or any network here in Australia does, it's just the final day they use it to recap how many medals we won. So it's just like a slow-motion montage of each of our gold medalists, and they'll, they'll literally show about five minutes of actual sport um, on the final day. So. Here's just going to be, let's pat ourselves on the back for the first seven days. <laughs> yes, exactly. The last seven days, nothing really happened except for Chloe Esposito. So, um, yeah. But uh, we'll look forward to it. Um, as always, uh, you can... 
tune in, well, the way you're listening right now, basically, but uh, Facebook, email, iTunes, YouTube, all the usual goodness. And, um, yeah, sad to come to a close tomorrow, but uh, all good things must come to an end. It just brings us closer and closer to the Winter Olympics. And I'm going to completely butcher the fact that it's, what, Pyeongchang? I can't even say it. I just say the Korean, win- the, the, the Korean Winter Olympics. <laughs> So you know, I want to say um, at my work back during the um, Sochi Olympics, they had like an office trivia thing where you could win a medal on the Olympics, and I aced every single question on there. Uh, it wasn't even like a struggle. I just sat there and wrote it all, and I'm done. They're like, "What? You're done already?" <laughs> and I ended up with the bronze because I didn't have it in me to spell Pyeongchang, oh. and somebody else Googled it. Disgusting. So because of that, I'll probably be ashamed. I won a Canadian gold <laughs> because I couldn't spell it. Well, look again. You'll take what you can get. Um, so <laughs> yes. Um, in- yeah, as as we learned from the the um the the power walking, Canadians just take what they can get. Yes. We don't fight for anything in life, and don't shit themselves as they go along with it. So, <laughs> uh, but for people listening, please also send us in your your favourite moments of the games. We'll probably talk about that tomorrow. What was your favourite bronze medal that Canada won, and what was your favourite moment that Australia pulled a Campbell, perhaps? Uh, and maybe your favorite. What is your favorite moment from off the podium? Yeah, well, exactly. Let us know that. Let us know that. We know five of you have listened to at least half of the episodes out there, so surely there's at least one memory you can remember. Um, so yes, but uh, Colin, as always, thank you. It's sad, but it's good in a way. But um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow for our last episode. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we can bring Jared back and. Uh... Let's hope that they put more than $14 into the ceremony. <laughs> yes, exactly. The budget, they've made a bit of profit from selling half the seats. So uh, until then, thank you for your company here and off the podium and uh, enjoy the last day. Good night. Good night.